Welcome to Hashtag Love Yourself. I'm your host, Jesse Jobson, and I'm going to guide you on your personal journey towards self-love. Hi, my beautiful souls. Welcome back to Hashtag Love Yourself. On today's episode, we're going to be talking about unconditional self-love. Okay, so what is unconditional self-love? So unconditional love is affection or love without conditions, right? Um, And we're turning that in towards ourself when we talk about the unconditional self-love. So for example, um, I will love my body when it's this, you know, skinny or this perfect shape or whatever it is that you desire, right? Or being satisfied with it, having gratitude for it, having appreciation for it, loving on your body, right? I will do that when it's where I want it to be, is the condition. Instead of the unconditional love of, I love my body regardless. I love my body in any condition, right? Whether I have both of my legs, whether I have my small tucked tummy, (laughs) whether I have my beautiful breast, whether I have my, um, skin clear, my, my clear skin, right? Um, whether I have my, uh, beautiful blonde highlighted hair, you know, it just, it doesn't matter what it is being thankful, being grateful or enjoying your, your canvas, your vessel, right? Um, so loving it has to go beyond just when you feel satisfied, just has to go that love for your body has to go beyond just, um, you know, those moments or those small times in our lives when we feel like we're at our top par because you're not always going to be there. Right. Um, another one is I will love my behavior when I act right, but when I don't act right, I'm going to be pissed off at myself. I'm going to be mad at myself. I'm going to be unsupportive of who I am and my decisions that I made, even if it's a stumble and a fall. Right? So that's conditional love, right? That's not loving yourself at the condition of maybe you needed to make an error to learn, right? If you hadn't made an error um, and you didn't act inappropriately, maybe you wouldn't have seen how someone else reacts to your inappropriateness, right? Or how you felt that it was really not you when you did it. We need to be accepting of all of circumstances that come into our lives, even the ones that we don't really like, even the ones that don't feel really good to us, okay? Um, another one is, I will flow appreciation to myself for all I have um, once I'm done and I consider myself successful. So if you're, I don't know, let's say your goal is to get this job that you love, right? And you're, you are striving for it, but you're not going to be satisfied and you're not going to be happy with your life until you have this job or this car or this house or this partner, okay? When we put conditions on you know, being happy and enjoying where we're at, that's love, right? No matter where we're at in joy and joy and uh, support and, um, feeling good, right? is part of love, loving ourselves. And we are supposed to flow that to ourselves regardless of the circumstances. And that's why you will hear of, you know, the people who, don't have much, but that are satisfied with it, they really have everything they need, right? And the people that are completely rich, but nothing's ever good enough for them, right? And nothing ever satisfies them. And and to me, a full rich life doesn't come from a specific thing being in your possession. It comes from the love, the amount of love that you overflow to to yourself and to people around you, right? So part of love is that joy, that happiness, um, that affection, that acceptance of where you are in life, right? Um, so I think one thing that's really, really important to talk about when we're talking about unconditional self-love, because I could give you like a million examples of conditional love, right? Because we're really used to conditional love. But let's talk about what love at its core really is. Because like I said, I think that we were taught love backwards, right? We were taught conditional love. Someone masked it up as this is unconditional love. I love, um, always. Right. But really when it comes down to it, um, 
the world at a large level is conditionally loving, right? So I'm going to be happy when I get what I want. I'm going to be nice to this person only if they're nice to me, right? I'm going to be, you know, uh, respectful of them only when they're respectful of me. Well, that's conditionally based, right? So real love is um, an, an intense, deep affection and admiration for another, but it's also love is affection, right? physical or even just emotional affection, right? Um, a love is appreciation and gratitude. That's part of love, right? When you can appreciate and you can be grateful for something. And so let's turn that in on ourselves, being loving and grateful for ourselves, having respect for ourselves, um, having forgiveness for ourselves, regardless of what the circumstances, having grace for ourselves and it, enjoying things, being joyful, right? Giving ourselves support. That's part of loving ourselves and openness. But love isn't always agreeing with someone else, always agreeing with something maybe that has happened to you or that you have chosen to do in the past. Love is not always understanding. So you're not always going to understand something, right? Um, maybe you won't understand something that happened to you, but you can do the, uh, the opposite of it and you can accept, right? You can accept, even though you, you don't understand, you can accept what, that it is what it is, right? Um, and respect it, right? For what it is, even though you might um, not understand it. Um, so love isn't always giving, so it's not always going to be, um, you know, uh, and that sounds backwards, but Love isn't always going to be an output of you giving. It's sometimes it's you receiving, right? That's being able to love yourself is allowing yourself to be in the receptive mode, being able to receive other people's love, be able to receive what the world has to give you, be able to receive the lessons that come with every circumstance that you ever feel or enter into, right? And love isn't always sharing. So sometimes love can inspire to for you to share, right? For you to give part of yourself, give part of your knowledge, give part of your mind, give part of your emotions, share all of that. But that doesn't mean that, that that's what love is. And I think that that's where we get really, you know, when you're a little kid, we're always taught, you need to share to be a nice person, right? Like, but that's not actually really love because sometimes sharing or sometimes love is um, singular, right? Sometimes love is is um, not closing off because that's the opposite of love, but it doesn't always have to share. Sometimes it's just being. So love is just being as it is. It's not, doesn't mean that it has to be outputted, right? And it doesn't have to be received, so it doesn't have to be either one of those, but it just has to be, okay? And love isn't always allowing. So you're not always allowing, you know, something into your life or someone to do something to you. It's not always saying yes. It's not always saying no either, right? It's just saying yes or no when you need to and allowing when it's appropriate, right? So let's kind of dig into these at like a like a deeper level. Um, but first, so we can kind of get like a good example. Like, what are some good examples of unconditional love on earth, right? Like, where do we, who do we look up to for this unconditional love since we're all kind of like backwards in this conditional love world that we're living in? Well, so some good things to think about if you want some good examples of unconditional love on our planet. A very, very good one to start off with is Mother Nature, okay? So if you think about it, right, Mother Nature, like, okay, for example, a tree. This is a really good example. Um, a tree is unconditional, right? So you're planted in the ground and it grows. And no matter if you, um, you know, cut the limbs off or if you're or if you're harmful and you don't give it put it if you don't plant it in the right place or all these things right um where it has all the nutrients it's still unconditional it still does its job it still grows and it still tries to to live right and it still tr provides you know what we need for clean air right 
despite how you treat it. So even if you took an ax and, you know, cut, cut it into the trunk of the tree and it was, you know, it's, the tree is injured and it's in lots of pain, by the way, if you know anything about trees, when that happens, there's pain for the tree, right? But that doesn't stop the tree from providing what we use as humans from the tree, right? It still produces, it's still, um, it's unconditional. So no matter what, it's always constant, right? Until it dies, until it leaves the earth. Another good of unconditional love is if we look at animals, right? So um, a good one if you have a pet at home, um, and so like a dog, for example, or a cat, right? Um, yeah, they have personalities, so they're a little different than a tree, <laughs> right? They're gonna be a little bit different. They're gonna talk back. They're gonna have an attitude sometimes, right? But if you watch animals, right? They'll have fear and things like that, right? They, they'll get fear-based, but their love is really, primarily they live um, in unconditional love, right? So like for myself, my dog, um, despite how I treat my dog, despite if I am, if I yell at my dog and have a bad day, um, despite if I were to be abusive to my dog, which I'm not, I'm just giving an example, people. But if I were to be abusive to my dog, right? Yeah, the dog might be scared of me, right? But the dog is still gonna sh show love, right? Like the dog still, like, despite what you do on a large level, animals are, are unconditional love. There's gonna be some extremes to everything, but on a main level, my dog loves me, regardless if I forget to feed her or if you know, that doesn't happen, but I'm just like, giving you an example, right? Like it's, she's not sitting there thinking, oh, she didn't lay with me tonight on the couch and cuddle me, she played with her kids instead. So I'm, I don't love her anymore and I'm not gonna give her affection. No, she's there every morning wanting my love and my attention and affection because she's unconditional, right? No matter how I am, no matter if I have a good day or a bad day, my dog's always there to love me, right? Um, and then another really important one is small children before we have ruined them <laughs> um, or taught them love backwards, right? Um, small children are a really good example of unconditional love because that's just their nature, right? Um, my children, you know, despite what I think of myself, they think I'm the world, right? And they love me no matter what. And it isn't until over time as we grow, right, and we learn behavior from our environments and from societies and cultures and all that kind of stuff, right, um, that we really start to do things in a conditionally based system like the world set up. But if you look at like a baby or um, a really small toddler, they they love unconditionally and they love others unconditionally. And, and that's why they always say look to children for the answer sometimes because they are so pure and so unconditionally based, right? They just are like they have, they don't see color, they don't see, um, you know, a size, they don't see um, religion, they don't see any of those things that, that we all seem to put so much focus on. Um, and they just play and they just love and and that's how um, you can, that's a good example for if you're wanting to see a good example for unconditional love, children are one of the best examples of it for us, right? You can just look at them and, and see the purity of their love that, that they exhibit in all of their behaviors. And they love themselves regardless of like, let's say that they do something wrong, right? It isn't until they get a little bit older and they start behaving like the people that they see around them where they like, like, oh, I, I didn't throw that basketball and, and I should be throwing it in the hoops and now I'm upset that I didn't throw it in the hoop. But when they're little enough, right, before we've conditioned them, they throw the ball and if it doesn't hit in the hoop, most of the time they just laugh or they, or they just find it so fun to just be throwing the ball. They don't even care about the goal, right? Of like putting it in the hoop. And so that's, they don't, they're not down on themselves. It's not until we show them that we're down on ourselves or we become down on them that they understand that behavior, that conditional love, right? But in the beginning, they're just happy to do whatever. If they throw a fit, they're not mad at themselves the next day for throwing a fit. They're accepting of themselves, right? Like, oh, I pooped my pants. Oh, all right, I stink like poop right now. 
but I still love myself. <laughs> so that's what I'm talking about is that they're not shaming themselves. They're not doing all these unhealthy things based off the conditions, right? They're just knowing that they're love based off of just being, okay? Okay, so since we got through those good examples, let's go a little bit deeper onto the different parts of love. So let's start with um, appreciation, okay? So a part of loving yourself unconditionally is appreciating yourself regardless of the conditions. So like I talked about, um, like we use the body example, the body image example, right? I'll love myself when I look like this, right? Well, no. You... To love yourself, truly love yourself, is to love yourself unconditionally. And so we need to love ourselves regardless of the condition of anything. So um, one thing that, here, I'll give you guys a good example, right? Um, when I was younger and before I had all this beautiful wisdom that I have been graced with through a journey of half of a, or one third of a lifetime through, right? Is that I, so before I had all this knowledge, I would, um... I really, I didn't work out. I didn't exercise my body, right? And the reason why I didn't is because our culture and society has told us, like, you work out to get a hot body. You work out so you can be thin and so you can have, like, this beautiful body, right? And so I always looked at my body in the mirror and I was like, well, uh, yep, skinny, so I don't need to work out. Thanks, right? And that was a little backwards because... <laughs> Anybody who really knows the purpose of working out is not to get like um, an ideal image, but that's what I was taught through magazines, through like, you know, through um, just our society teaches us that that's what working out is for is to look good, right? And I was like, oh, well, I like what I see and I don't want to get skinnier because I'm too skinny already. So I just want to like, so since I have good genes, I'm not working out. But really in the end, that wasn't uh, really being grateful for my body, right? Because my body is a machine. It's a technology. It's a tool, right? And then when I got older within the last like year or two, I was watching all these people around me and they were like working out. And I was thinking to myself, wow, like that, you know, like, I don't know, it just seemed appetizing. Like they're working their bodies out. Right. And it just seemed like inspiring. Like I was like, I want to do that too for myself. And when I started doing it, I realized like, yeah, I don't really necessarily need to change the shape of my body, but I want to do it because I want to be grateful for the vessel, which I have. Right. And by not working out, right. I'm just having kind of that attitude to say, yeah, well, my body will always be around. My body will always be thin. My body will always work really, really well. It's kind of taking it for granted, right? Taking my vessel for granted that it will always work for me, right? And kind of like taking, you know, um, like you can push that further into taking your life for granted. Like, oh, I'll always have my job, so I don't need to really be that grateful for it. Or, oh, I'll always have this relationship, blah, 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 blah. So, you know, like I can, you know, not be as good or I can have bad days and, and have, you know, my anger directed at my partner because they'll always be here for me, right? So when you have that attitude that it's going to be there tomorrow or that it's going to, it's always just going to be the same despite how you treat it, right? That is taking it for granted, right? Or putting too much weight on something that eventually can't hold that energy, right? And so that's kind of like what I think of as like if you, if someone has a car, if there's two people, two different people and one person has a car and another person has a car and it's the same car and they both drive them off the lot, but one person takes clean, you know, make sure that on a regular they're cleaning it, they take it to the mechanic, they get the oil changed, um, and they really take care of it. You can tell that they're appreciative of their car. They're, gr they're grateful for that car, right? They want to keep it working because they're so grateful for it. They love it, you know, and they have love for it, right? Um, but the person that the other person doesn't take care of it and, and doesn't clean it ever. It's nasty, dirty, and it, um, they hardly ever take it for, you know, maintenance and it broken stuff all over it. It's like, as if they're not really that grateful for it. And I know that's a part of that, like, you know, comes in with finances. So there's like a privilege to what I'm saying, right? Someone who has money is able to be able to do stuff to their car. I get it. So, but besides that, that was just kind of like an example of like, 
are you appreciative of what you have, right? Because if you're appreciative of it, which is part of loving, you're going to take care of it. Um, you're going to fill it with good things. You're going to fill it with good energy. Um, and so just be, being appreciati appreciative of yourself on a large level, being appreciative of the vessel that which you came, so your body, um, putting good foods that to your um, ability, right? Not everybody is at the same financial place as, as everyone else. And I know that food is expensive. So, but whatever that you can do to fuel your body in a healthy way, right? At your circumstance, right? At your condition, right? So that's unconditionally loving yourself, um, taking care of your body physically and saying like, I love my vessels, so I'm going to take care of it. And I'm going to make sure that it, I, you know, uh, work it out so that it, it can, so I can be appreciative and I can continue this right? Um, and then, um, you know, just making sure that you flow that into like the bigger picture of your life too, of like being appreciative for people around you, being appreciative of the circumstances in which you find yourself in, being appreciative of your purpose. And even if you don't know what that is, just knowing that you have a purpose on this planet, right? And being appreciative that it'll reveal itself to you and that, um, you will figure out, and maybe sometimes it's just being, right? Just being in support of this planet, just coming down and living this life and not having like one singular thing, but just being who you are and flourishing. That right there, being appreciative of that, right? All right, so next one is forgiveness for yourself, right? And in any condition. So this is the thing about forgiveness. Um, no matter if it's you're forgiving yourself or if you're forgiving someone else. Forgiveness is always, always, always 100% for you, okay? It doesn't really, I mean, sometimes it can have an effect on, on like a situation with another person, right? And sometimes, like, it can be really impactful for the relationship or the other person. But no matter if you're forgiving yourself or someone else, it's always, 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 always about you. And the forgiveness isn't for them. So forgiveness, we've heard this a million times, right? But forgiveness doesn't mean that you're okay with what they did. And forgiveness doesn't mean that you're okay with what you did even, right? Forgiveness just is, I recognize the truth of the matter, right? And the truth of the matter is, is that I don't want to be, hold this negative pain with me. I don't want to hold that. I don't want to be chained to negative thoughts. I don't want to be chained to a life of regret. I don't want to be chained to hating someone. I don't want to be chained to any of that. And when you forgive, you release, right? You release the pain and you release the toxicity that is within whatever it is that is needs to be forgiven, right? So, um, so I think that the biggest thing to remember, right, is that in this human experience, because it's so powerful and there's always two sides to everything, right? Forgiveness really, we can do it on an easier level of saying, I don't know, right? I don't know why this was meant to happen because some really big things can happen in this world, right? That we don't want and that we don't desire and that are not okay, right? There's some really big things that we are going to have to forgive, you know, people for. But it, it's powerful and it's loving when you can say to yourself, I don't know why this had to happen. And I don't agree with this ever happening. This is not this is not okay. This is not right. This is not like, I'm not going to go towards it, but I need to heal. And I need to say that I don't know all of the reasons why this happened. I don't know if my soul chose it, if, if their soul needed help. And I agreed before I came to earth to help them with it. And that's why this happened. We don't know, right? We, we don't know the backstory until we get up there, until we get up there and we're not living in these human bodies anymore. But that's the whole point is that since we don't know, let's hand over the reins and be able to take that poison out of us and release it and just say, I'm releasing it and I forgive and I'm, I'm, I'm ready to move on, right? I'm ready to leave that in my past so that I can focus on my present so I can love myself in the present because that's what's happening is if you can't forgive, you're always stuck in the past, right? You're stuck in 
in an unhealthy place that doesn't serve you, that doesn't feel good, right? So release that. Forgive and always, not just when things are small, but we need to be able to forgive on a large level, even when things are really big. And I know that some people have lived things that I cannot even imagine, right? So sometimes it takes so much love and so much power to be able to forgive things. But we can do it, right? Because we we need to do it for ourselves, right? Not just for the other person or anybody else. We need to do it for ourselves, okay? Um, so another part of love or unconditional love, but another part of love in general is acceptance, okay? So unconditional love, right, is accepting always, right? And acceptance should not be confused with always allowing because, right, because we don't want to always say, like, if let's say someone had, like, a partner who was abusive, um, acceptance doesn't mean um, I allow you to continue to abuse me, right? Um, or I allow this to be participating in this circumstance that I know is wrong for me, right? So it's not always allowing, right? But acceptance is I accept all of me, right? I accept all of this situation. I accept all of you, right? So if we're, we're going to be unconditionally loving someone else, we're going to accept them for their good and their bad, right? And, and you know, hopefully their good is going to overshadow their bad. I don't think that you'd probably stick around if it wasn't, right? But that's the thing is like, we have to accept everything and we have to love unconditionally, right? Love beyond just, oh, well, this is you and you're happy, so I'll love that, but I'm not going to ever love the parts of you that scare me. Or, you know, we don't have to feed energy into that, right? We don't have to allow that, but we can accept it and we can accept that part of them and put up boundaries to keep ourselves safe, right? And 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 same thing with ourselves, putting that in, in a nutshell with ourselves. We have to accept all parts of ourselves, right? We have to accept um, the dark parts and say, this is a part of maybe my past. I'm not going to always allow myself to be like that. I'm going to work every day to be better. I'm not going to always. So for me, when things don't go right, I get, I get upset, right? When things don't go according to my plan, right? I get frustrated, right? I get irritated. Um, that, oh my God, I'm late. You know, I'm, oh God, no, I have to like do this and I have to do this extra step and this extra step and it's frustrating, right? Um, it really pisses me off, but I am accepting it and I am accepting that that's one of my quirks and I am not allowing myself. I'm not going to give myself that excuse of like, oh, that's just who I am. So I'm going to be like that for the rest of my life. No, I'm accepting it. And then I'm saying, okay, I'm going to work on it. Right. I'm, I'm going to like, when I get triggered, when I am late or when whatever, I'm going to be like, breathe for a second, just breathe, breathe. Because in the end, doesn't really matter if you're late. Cool. We're on divine timing. Yeah, everybody has a clock and thinks that like, oh, you should be, you know, here this second, but maybe the universe has something where I have to be five minutes late. And that five minutes is really crucial to me walking in at a specific time. So a specific circumstance can happen, right? And I don't, I'm not aware of that stuff. So I have to always accept just everything, you know, accept the time, accept, just be accepting, right? Okay. Um, I had a whole bunch written down for this. Oh, so self-acceptance is not judging, right? So not judging yourself, not having that mental chatter of like, like when you make a mistake, right? When you don't do something right, beating yourself up and having shame, that's not love, right? Love is like open heartedness and support for it. And just being, you know, giving yourself grace, right? So loving is, 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 you know, opening the arms and, and opening the mind and opening the heart and, um, you know, just recognizing that just being is, is, is enough and worthy of love, right? You don't need to be perfect. You don't need to be on time. You don't need to be all these different things. You have a purpose in this world and maybe your purpose is pissing people off by being late. <laughs> Who knows? I don't know. I'm just giving them as an example. Okay. Um, 
And then another thing to think about is acceptance. What's the opposite of acceptance, right? So acceptance is a part of love. So the opposite of that is rejection, right? So when we accept people in our lives or, or if we accept ourselves, right? Then we're loving, we're flowing that love of like, I accept you, right? But the opposite of that, that scares us is that rejection, right? And saying, um, I don't accept, right? I don't accept who you are. I don't accept your quirks. I don't accept your humor. I don't accept, I'm not going to accept it, you know, like delete, get out. <laughs> right. And, um, that's not love. And that doesn't mean, like I said, like that we have to allow everyone into our lives because no, we don't. Our energy and our time and all that is sacred, right? And we get to be good stewards of it. So it doesn't mean always allowing, but it does mean that we accept people and we can accept them for who they are. And if they're, if the universe or God or Buddha or whatever you want to call it, puts someone in your life for a specific time frame, um, I think it's really important to accept you know, God's or the universe's plan, whatever, who, however you want to title it, right? That energy has put that person in your life for a reason, for maybe a lesson, for maybe a purpose, for maybe whatever it might be. So accept, be accepting of the bigger plan that you might not know about. Okay. Another part of love is respect. So respecting yourself when we're unconditionally loving ourselves, we need to have respect for ourselves. Like, at a deeper level, right? Not just, oh, I'll respect myself when I feel like, like I did a great job or when I feel like I have my shit together, right? No, we're going to respect ourselves at any part of the process. When we know stuff, when we don't know stuff, when we're, you know, got that college degree, when we don't have the college degree. So we're, we're all kind of aware of how to respect ourselves on the typical ways, right? Like, walking away when another person is disrespectful. Part of respecting yourself is getting yourself out of there. We already know that stuff. Uh, saying no to things is respecting yourself that you don't want to do. Putting up those healthy boundaries, that's respecting yourself, right? But let's dig a little deeper into self-respect. And one of the ways that we can dig deeper is about, so one of the ways to respect yourself is being honest about who you are and who you aren't. Okay. So a lot of times on the surface, where we like to project, right? Project, okay, this is who I am. And this is who I want everybody to see, right? This is who I want to be as a person. But we also have to love ourselves unconditionally. And we have to say that I need to be honest and maybe not with projecting that to the world, right? And like announcing that in a megaphone to like every single person, like I'm gay, right? <laughs> Cause that's totally a journey, right? To yourself. But you can, you can do that. You can be honest with yourself. That's, that's it. That's all you got to do, babe, is just be honest with yourself. Like I am whatever, right? Or this is, you know, this is me. This is what I like. This is what I don't like. But also that does flow into the honesty with other people, right? And not everybody is at that intimate level with you. So sometimes some things are need to be dealt with in a delicate manner where you are, um, you're honest to only your intimate people and that's okay. Right. But at the same time, just know that when you start putting up the bigger, the facade, right, the deeper it runs. I'll just say that. Okay. Um, take action around what excites you. So if you really respect yourself, you're going to put yourself in a healthy place and a place where you are thriving. And when you are thriving and excited about things, that's respecting yourself in this lifetime, right? Living your best life. That's what you should be doing. Um, next is stop trying to be normal quotations, right? What is normal? Normal is this like really fake illusion that nobody is. And that's the thing is because everybody's so different. So there is no such thing as normal. And I remember I used to really try to play into this normal thing a lot because I wanted people to accept me. I wanted people to like me. I wanted to be a part of certain group, social groups, right? But really what is normal? I honestly, to tell you the truth now as like the awakened self-loving person that I am, I don't really care if people like or enjoy what I want to be or who I am or my talents or my abilities. 
I don't need to pretend to be something I'm not. I'm going to enjoy who I am and stop trying to live up to that normal par of like, oh, I have my boobs and my butt out when I go out because that's what everybody, you know, I'm not cool if I don't have that, right? No. If I don't want to dress that way, if that doesn't make me feel good about myself, then I don't need to, right? But if I do, then that's okay, right? Then I can do that and feel okay about myself still. Um, so next is choose a partner who respects you. So this is kind of a biggie one and seems really straightforward and simple, but God damn people, like we are really like, I see it all over the place where people are, because they don't know how to love themselves. That's really what it comes down to is people are not unconditionally loving themselves and respecting themselves. So they're not able to respect their partners, right? Uh, be, by being honest, by when someone has something to say, being able to either end the conversation or, you know, stand up in the conversation, right? But being able to have a respectful partner who respects you on many levels and not just, um, you know, not just in an appearance, but, you know, on an emotional level too, right? Okay, so next is a part of loving ourselves is being graceful, right? And I've talked about this in um, episodes before where once you have grace for yourself in things, like once you have grace of like accepting yourself, but also like um, just giving yourself that grace of like, I'm being triggered right now and I'm going to do my best to walk myself through it, but that's just where I'm at. Like this is the part of the journey that I'm on. This is what my body looks right now at the beginning of my workout journey, you know, I just started working out this last year and this is what my body looks like accepting that because that doesn't mean that your body's going to look like that every day. That doesn't mean that at the end of your, you know, like five years into it, six years into it, your body's going to be the same shape. No, but day one, accept it and give yourself grace for it and be like, this is where I'm at. And so when you do something like quotations wrong, right? Because there's no wrong or right, really. But when you do something that's out of what society says is right or what you believe to be right, give yourself that grace. And then naturally, that unconditional love that you're giving yourself really flows over to other people. It's just a natural effect. Like you can't even stop it. You can't even help it. Like you just start giving other people grace because you're like, oh, you know, yeah, it's okay for me to do those things. So totally okay for you. Like it's okay that you walked in late. Like don't worry about it, girl. Just you got this, get, get back into that good energy. Right. You know? So, okay. Um, the next one is support. So unconditionally loving yourself is unconditionally giving yourself support and holding awareness to support that you always hold like an actual support, regardless of what you believe. Like, so if you're like, Oh, I'm a person that I don't even support myself. Like I don't, I don't support myself. Well, let's get the basis of what support is. Even if you're laying in a bed in a coma and you're a vegetable, you're supporting yourself. Yes. And the reason why is because you're here on this planet and you couldn't go a day without supporting yourself. It just wouldn't work. Like to be breathing and living, you're supporting, you're, you're supporting being in this life. Okay. So that's what I want to start with, with support, because if we don't have that basis of that, I actually am supporting myself on the, like, even if it's just the bare minimum, right? Of like, you're laying in a, in a hospital bed on machines and you're just, that's your, that's what your life is right now. Even that bare minimum, which we're all much more than that, um, is even that bare minimum is support. You're supporting yourself. You have supported yourself to come into this life and live. You're here support already. So let's get that foundation so that you can quit thinking that you're not doing a phenomenal job. But then I want you to think of all the other ways that you support yourself. So the different aspects of support itself is emotional support. Okay. Financial support, material support, energetic support. So you emotionally support yourself, whether you do it flawlessly or not, right? Whether you have positive self-talk or negative self-talk, you're supporting yourself. Now, the level of which we support ourselves emotionally, right, is the key, right? And so obviously, because we're, we're here, you're listening to this podcast, that means that you want to live your best life. So since you're trying to live your best life, 
you are going to try to strive for the highest, the best, the most beautiful emotional support that you can give yourself, which that's why you're listening to this, right? Because that's what we're learning here. We're learning to emotionally support ourselves and say, I am amazing regardless of the circumstance. I am, no matter what part of my journey I'm on, I'm, you know, a benefit to all that around me and I'm a benefit to myself. Every single thing is yours. Like all those positive talks, all those times you get upset and you, you know, breathe through your frustration and all that you're emotionally supporting yourself. Okay. And we're going to learn how to do that and get better and better and better as life goes on and progresses. Financial support. I is probably a really smaller percentage of the world that doesn't financially support themselves. Even if it's just, I worked for so many years, right. And I put my money into my taxes and now I'm unemployed and I'm receiving unemployment. Okay. Even if that's the case for you, right. You're still supporting yourself because it's money that you already paid into the system that is flowing back to you that you've deserved. Okay. So financially supporting yourself, you're materially supporting yourself. I don't know one human being on this planet that doesn't have material items, material tools all around them, like my beautiful water bottle or my amazing computer that I'm recording on right now, right? All of your material items that really help you live your life are you're, you're supporting yourself with those, right? Or now the, the, the last but not least your energetic support, right? Making sure that you have enough sleep, right? Making sure that your emotional support is high so that you can have the energy, right? To go out there and function and, and, and like have these beautiful relationships with other people that light you up, go out there and do what you love, your passions and follow your dreams, right? You're giving yourself the energetic support by ramping yourself up energetically, right? So you are supporting yourself and it's amazing how much we support ourselves and we don't even get, give ourselves credit for it. So I just want that to be the highlight of your support. And I want you to recognize when you're, you know, like loving yourself in this unconditional way of like, of all the support that you're giving yourself and every day, it's amazing. Like we don't even recognize it to the fullest. Right? So take a moment to recognize it. But then also once you recognize it, it's like, then you get so pumped up about how much not only you are supporting yourself, but everyone around you is supporting you, right? Every single person that you know is supporting you. Even those bastards that are like the villains in your story, they're supporting you because they're making you turn inwards. They're making you look at yourself in the mirror and understand the truth. What they're saying is so far from the truth. That's why it doesn't feel good. But if they hadn't have said it, you wouldn't have looked inward to see the real truth, the spark, the beauty, the amazingness that really shines within you, right? And if someone doesn't ever say the opposite of what you are, then you can't really ever define what you are and like really recognize what you are because you're not sitting there with a mirror two inches from your face all day long every day. It's only when that nasty, toxic person walks up and spews their projection of you onto you and you're sitting there in tears and feeling their negative energy and feeling low and crappy. Do you pick yourself up, support yourself and look into that mirror two inches from your face and say, wait a minute. No, they're wrong. Like I am freaking loving. I'm kind. I'm a badass. I'm like the, the, I'm a super woman. Most of the time I freaking have this like strength, like nobody's business. I'm freaking the biggest heart that I've ever met in my life. You know, like all these things, that's when you really see that. So bless the people that can't support you because what they're doing is they're just trying to push you inward, right? The whole goal of having those types of people in our life is so that we go in the right direction because if they're not sticking you in the side with a thorn, you're not going to go They're You're not going to go in the right direction for yourself, right? You're going to be like, Oh, let's go over here where it's cozy, where I'm not really meant to be. Oh, oh wait. Yeah. I'm supposed to go this way. Yeah. Cause that person's, you know, telling me to look in the mirror. Right. Okay. But enough, a little bit tangent on that. Okay. Next one is openness. So part of love, right. Is being open. So remember how they always talk about open your heart, open that heart chakra, that love center, right? Well, we only close things up and we only retract when love 
is not present, right? Or when we fear the opposite of love. So like when we're, we're fearful that there isn't going to be love there, or we're not going to be accepted, or someone's not going to give us grace, or we're not giving grace to ourselves, or that's when we close up and retract. That's when we build those walls, right? That's when we say, oh, my boundary is going to be way up here and I'm not going to let women into my life because I had a shitty experience with, you know, this person and this person and they're all women. So I'm just, I'm done with women and I'm not going to let them in my life. And that's when we, we become closed off and, and hardened and cold and, and that's not love, right? That's far from what we want. We didn't come here to be in a cave, dark, cold cave by ourselves. We didn't do it. No, or we would have gone to a different planet and it would have been different. We wouldn't have wanted to build these beautiful houses where we all live together, together and cuddle in comfy beds. And like, you know what I'm saying? So love is open. So remember that love is open. And with that, the caution is we love when we're loving other people's. So be open to yourself always, right? Open to opening your heart, opening your mind, opening, um, your experiences to like, just be flexible, right. To, to experiencing love in a different way, because we don't all love the same. Right. And someone doesn't, isn't going to receive love the same that you give love. You know, sometimes it's the same, but most of the time, you know, it's different and we have to learn and adapt and we have to be open and flexible and free flowing. That's what love is. Love is all those. It's not being closed up and rigid and tight and cold and but yeah, that's, it's none of that. So yeah, so, um, I kind of said all this, just being, make sure you're just being open to experience the new and the unknown and the different and open to the possibility of all the outcomes of your life. Cause I know that, oh man, oh man, if I could talk to my younger self, like the things I would tell her, right. I would tell her <laughs> to be more open to open to different possibilities because I, I know that like, it's a really common thing for people to get their heart set on something, right? Get their, their eyes locked in on like this one way of living, this one way that life could be this one dream. But sometimes that's actually just the stepping stone to what your heart and your purpose actually is. And so don't get, I think the like really good advice is like, don't get too comfortable. Don't get too comfortable in one spot because that's where your dreams go to die, right? Comfortable is like where everything goes to die. And, and so just know that change isn't a bad thing, right? Love is being open to, to the change and open to the newness and open to the opening the door to the unknown. Right. And so just let your life be free and be flowing and open and let your heart be open. And when you find yourself in a situation where you have to close your heart or you have to, um, put some walls up, right. And put some boundaries up for people's abuse and people's disrespect and things like that. Know that that is just a detour sign, like a sign that says, this is not where you're meant to be. And so it's kind of really cool. It's like you have like this beautiful, like forever ongoing map that you're not going to know 20 steps ahead of you. Right. You might think that you know, right. Because our little human brains are like, Oh, I'm going to be a cook, a chef in this restaurant. And that's going to be my life for the rest of my life. Right. So you can think, you know, but that's not really the truth. And the truth is that you have this like it's going to show you at every step of the way. And so just be open to your life being new and exciting every day and a journey, right. Of, of difference and love and possibility and all those things. So, so in the end, I hope you can see how we can really, really steer ourselves back to unconditional love, right? Because really that is where we came from. That's what we vibrate. Like I was talking about with the kids. That's where like we're from. That's where like we naturally, that's how we are built naturally. Okay. And that's where we all come from is unconditional love. It's when we 
pick up all these beliefs and the behaviors and these things about love that aren't really true and we put conditions on them, right? So stop with the conditions. Um, and if you have to, like if you have to kind of sit with yourself on stuff, like if you're like, if you're learning, right? And you're like, God, okay, like the situation that I'm in, am I loving myself, right? Am I unconditionally loving myself right now? Go back to these things. Well, what is love? Love is affection, appreciation, respect. Am I having forgiveness? Am I having grace? Am I Am I joyful or, um, you know, or even sweetly soft about it? Am I supportive? Am I open? Am I accepting? You know, am I all those things that make up love right now? Is Am I being unconditionally loving to myself right now in this moment? And if we just keep going back to what love really is at the basis and conditionally vibing that through every single thing. Like, so what I've noticed for myself personally is... I'm not like at the end of this journey where like, oh, my life's perfect and I have no triggers and I have no fights with the people that I'm most intimate right with, right? But when I am in those situations, they're coming up, I sit with myself and I really ask these questions. Am I being affectionate, appreciative, accepting, you know, like all these things to myself? Am I doing that right now in this moment where I feel bad? And then I usually when I answer like yes or no, when I, if I get to some no's, then I figure out how I can be more of that. And it really turns things around for me. And it really just reminds me that like, I am, that's the work of loving yourself is parenting yourself in that way that maybe through your life as a child, you didn't have the best caregiver for you, who you are, right? And, or at that time or in that circumstance, right? Whoever it was, not saying it's just mom and dad, but like even a teacher or a role model or even a older classmate, you know, a friend who cares if, in that moment, if you didn't get what you needed, sometimes we freeze ourselves, right? In those moments. And we only react in a way that makes sense at that time. And then we stick with those routines of that's how we deal with that uncomfortable situation um, when we're adults and that really doesn't serve us anymore, right? Because we're not five-year-olds anymore. We're not 12-year-olds anymore. We're not these little teenagers that we have hormones running through our body and we don't, you know, know how to deal with our emotions. It's not that case anymore, right? We are, we're the parents of ourselves. So parent yourselves and love yourself because if, if it's true, if unconditional love is purest form of love, which it is, and it's the true form of love, then unconditionally loving yourself despite what you're going through is the magic, is the key, right? And it doesn't mean that you're never going to go through stuff, or that you're never going to be triggered, or you're never going to, like, or you're going to be all-knowing, but you're going to know how to handle it, and that's the key. You will know how to handle it now, because you know what love is, and you know what love isn't. Okay, well, I hope you have a really good day, and I'm so thankful that we got to learn about this together. Um, yeah, don't forget to love yourself. All right, bye. Mm -hmm.